Blog Talk Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to my show. We have very, very special guest, Adam S. Adams, um, master hypnotherapist, coach, and trainer, amongst many other things. And um, Adam, you'll have lots to say about our topic right after this. Now in its 10th season, listen and watch Fridays to Dr. Michael's podcast and webcasts on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Mixcloud, Spreaker, and Blog Talk Radio. Adam S. Adams, it's so special to have you back on the show. You were on my very first show. I believe so. It seems like a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Ten seasons. uh, Goes rather quickly. I selected um, a topic that I presented live recently at a, a wellness exhibit, if you will, and I thought it might be kind of fun and exciting to get you involved in it. Because when I do these things, basically it's me, I I go up on stage, I do my thing, and then I walk away and I leave them kind of going, what the heck just happened? No, there's some audience participation in it, a meditation, etc. But it just grabbed me because the kind of work you do and the kind of work I do has to do with a person doing what I like to refer to as self-healing. Right. Because, as you know, so many people, they, they expect miracles. They, they figure you're going to come along with a magic wand and tap them on the head or other extremities. You're saying I shouldn't do that anymore? No, no. Yeah, except keep the glitter in, because the <laughs> glitter, people love showboat. They love the glitter. Love show business. Um, uh, time, I, time. Show business. Magic Mike. Wow. Wow. What? For people in Winnipeg actually listening to this right now. So, yeah, um... A lot of our listeners and viewers out there, they grasp the concept. They're, they're re- hopefully intelligent enough to realize, well, we're merely facilitating the self-healing of others. Correct. And I don't buy into the concept that, okay, you can manifest or you can do... Why manifest? That's a, a whole other topic, uh, actually. Ooh, which, on that too. Yeah, maybe we should uh, do... Maybe we'll do a whole other show, Adam S. Adams, about that. Uh, very briefly, I want to share with um, with our public um, who you are, what you do. I thought I was supposed to be mysterious. I'm sorry, time's up. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said fun, fun and exciting. It's, uh, uh, once you puncture the balloon, it's done. Uh, it is. Which is a whole other thing. Uh, and I see a lady out there singing already. No, you are no. a master hypnotherapist. I only know that because I've written it on the cue card. Um, mm-hmm. No, we've known each other for quite a long, a time. long time. And you did remind me, um, before we went to air, that you're a master hypnotherapist, a coach, a trainer, many more things you've added to your credentials since last I saw Since the you. first episode. Yes, yeah. indeed. But you imagine that over ten seasons. No, busy, no. But I still don't do children's parties. You don't do the balloon animals anymore? I don't do balloon animals. Oh, yikes. I so enjoyed the balloon animals because they were very esoteric. You know, it's sort of like when you look up at the sky and you see mm. clouds and, and you pick out animals in clouds or various other shapes and forms, so would those balloon animals be. There is a hypnosis for balloons, and it's to do with uh, imagining and stimulating the active imagination that your arm is being levitated by a balloon. But I haven't done that in a very long time. I'm familiar with that. That's great fun. And it's, all, yeah. it's, it's borderline therapeutic as well as entertainment. And well, I it, love that. Well, it is, but it all depends what you're doing with people. Somebody's saying, Adam, you know what, please help me get better from cancer or HIV or MS, multiple system atrophy or something that was life-threatening. 
getting them to imagine their arm lifting up with a balloon probably isn't going to be the hypnosis that they're really interested in. So it's horses for horses. Yes, yes. And and one of the things, I'm, I'm going to kind of slide through that. One of the things Good I admire... Good segue. Hmm? Good segue? Oh, sure. One of the ways, <laughs> why not, if we're going to do segues. One of the things I admire about your work mm-hmm. is you carefully select. Like, he doesn't do all his therapies um, the same way for everybody. They're tailor-made, of course, to the individual. Which um, which sounds like a suit. So, in other words, you sew a particular suit, uh, male or female, that the person can fit into and wear and use probably for the rest of their life. Well, it is. It's a good metaphor. And using my improv skills. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and it's more that the hypnosis is the problem. Whatever the problem is, whether it's cancer, whether it's prosperity issues, whether it's manifestation, relationships. I do a lot of counseling near relationships, um, largely because my life has been a disaster in relationships, and I've gone to the books and done courses to find out why it hasn't been going well. That's my personal view. Well, being a mass murderer is not a solution to fixing a relationship. So they say. You just kill me. Not yet. Hang on. It's season, uh, what's season 10? 10. Season 10. We'll let the audience decide. Right. We'll have a phone in. <laughs> oh, I should look at that. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the point is that the, the, the problem is the hypnosis. And so whilst most hypnosis and NLP training is very keen to talk about the metaphors you know, that you can craft with elegant language patterns and everything else, the reality is that you're already competent at creating a metaphor now. And you call it your life. So my job is to help you unpick the metaphor you've created and return back to the true essential you in such a way that you can access your full suite of divine resources, if you will, rather than being hamstrung by a poorly fitting suit. Very good. Very good. I see what you did there. I did. It was a thing. It still is a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. That's very, very exciting. Uh, I've actually seen you in action uh, at a few get-togethers. Uh, no, not for that, but let's stick to the hypnosis. Oh, my goodness. This, this was a general audience show. Uh, and now we've gone to probably X or whatever. Uh, the audience has a sense but, of humor. Uh, and that's another thing, by the way. You're not going to get to a decent self-healing or a transformation without using humor. Oh, absolutely. Nobody talks about this in hypnosis school. Nobody talks about this in NLP. Well, very few people talk about this in NLP school. You've got to laugh. You've got to laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. And if you can be in a traumatic environment, uh, personally, I have multiple sclerosis and a complex post-traumatic stress disorder. I like to laugh. I don't like to take myself too seriously. And I like to laugh in the face of the problem because that returns power to me. Absolutely. Rather than you know taking the victim position, of, oh my God, it's, it's coming for me. It doesn't help. So you've got to be able to laugh. So in as much as my, we've known each other forever, so we're always, we've got the banter, the show banter, if you will. And by forever, he means that literally yeah, throughout lifetimes as well. Yeah, what's the downside of being a yeah, life regression yeah. therapist is you know how long people have been <laughs> stalking you. <laughs> Easy. So I, look, it's your show. <laughs> it was. It's your show. <laughs> it's your show. But the point is that uh, if you want to effect transformation, if you want to affect self-healing at a deeper level, you've got to find a way to laugh at things. 
And it's not that you don't take it seriously. I take my work very seriously. I'm constantly training, developing. But you've got to be able to laugh at things. And uh, that's my nugget. I, I agree absolutely. Um, as you've probably experienced as well, in the past, uh, when I had many new clients sizing me up and me sizing them up, and, and that's a whole other thing as well, just because a potential client comes to a therapist doesn't necessarily mean we need to see them or we must see mm -hmm. them. We have to assess them and actually train them to be able to assess us and see if we're a perfect fit or not. But that's a whole other thing, I digress. Um, with but yes and no, but at the same time, you're, what you're talking about is the alchemy of clients. Mm -hmm therapist coach interaction yeah. and this is critically important anybody who wants to talk to me about hypnotherapy I tell them flat out I'm not cheap if you can get what you need somewhere else and cheaply go to it no harm no foul but I charge what I charge because I'm worth it that doesn't mean that I'm the right coach or therapist exactly. for anybody particularly exactly. so my clients and the people I wind up working with there is a process of alchemy where we are taking two energy fields, if you will, and bringing them together in such a way that each is transformed and enhanced by the other in a productive way. And I'm sure you all have had experiences where your energy field is met with a different energy field and the chemistry was not good. So we're looking to avoid that. And especially as a coach or a therapist, we're going to be privy to intimate secrets. We're going to be privy to, to uh, things that would turn most, hair, most people's hair white and so it's very important that people feel comfortable that they've got the right person. And sometimes that's not me. It doesn't mean I'm sure. not right. It means I'm not right for them. Exactly. And in some other cases, you know, exactly. there are people that are much better suited to working with Mike. And that's exactly as it should be. But it's about an alchemy. I'd like to get back uh, briefly to humor. And um, in well, the past... That was my joke. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm done. Look at the time. In the past, I've separated my careers. Some of you may know me um, as Magic Mike Likey. I had a TV show for nine years. And, and years later, I'm doing this. I'm a doctor of theocentric psychology and clinical hypnotherapist as well and just have all these various modalities that I've been putting into practice actually more than 20 years now, mm -hmm. now that I think about it. And I couldn't quite combine. Like There was this very distinct separation and I'm excited by the fact that you were talking about humor just a few seconds ago, a few minutes ago, actually, in that you've got to lighten up. Because once you're, and, and you're going to disagree with what I'm about to say, but hear me out first. Once you heal, once a person heals, really, there's just the one healing, that's it, that's what happens. Once they begin healing, they begin to actually lighten up they begin to look at life a little bit differently. They begin to see humor, if you will, in certain situations. And they look at themselves, perhaps, in a humorous way, where before, perhaps, they were very, very serious about themselves and were self-critical or critical of others. Um, the list goes on and on. So that's why I, I really, really am excited by the fact that you brought up humor. And that was sort of my my key, my way for me to find out that I had um, done a lot of my healing work on myself after I um, moved to West Coast, went through a lot of things as well. But in the end, I came back full circle to 
who I am, but hopefully better. And that's where we, I, I hope you agree with me, that's where we as therapists would like to see you um, healed, happy, um, feeling uh, not bogged down by life, not feeling stressed. Because life in, in this physical illusionary reality is full of stress. Can I take the opportunity to challenge your audience? Sure. Would you mind? You don't know who you are. You have put on so many masks over such a long time that you've forgotten who you really are. And what happens is that the trance state, which is what masks are, active, conscious, self-aware trance states that govern your reality whilst the real you sleeps. The real you is like a sleeping giant. My job is to help you uncover that and wake up the sleeping giant and allow the trance states that have been governing your life, the masks, if you like, to integrate in such a way that you can take the learning from the experiences without being hostage to these unconscious values, beliefs, rule sets. And so, yes, laughing. But at the same time, it's a very serious business. And I see this all the time. People are profoundly miserable without the courage to look at why. They're trapped by family systems. They're trapped by jobs. They're trapped by careers. They're in ugh, often terrible relationships, destructive, abusive, but sometimes violent relationships. They have alcohol problems. They have drug problems. They're medicating with food. They're morbidly obese because they're miserable. And the truth is, you can't be healthy and miserable. Now, that doesn't mean you should be singing and dancing like a carpenter's uh, video. I'll show my age now. <laughs> um, but the reality is you are entitled to be comfortable in your own skin and to be at peace with yourself and the world around you. And if you can get to that with humor, then you're putting your mind-body-spirit connection in a much better place to heal than if you're settling. I see this all the time, people settling for less. They go, oh, well, I should be with this guy for the kids, and I should be with that girl because, you know, I'm just too lazy to make the change. And then they get sick on one level or another, which right. briefly I want to touch on with you. I want to touch on two things before we um, leave this segment. Is the mind-body-spirit connection? How we can't have a single conscious or unconscious thought with it uh, not affecting our bodies um, or, or emotions, etc.? And also, I want to dispel with you, or have you, please. Um, many people out there are not familiar with hypnotherapy, or they think they are. And there's a lot of cliches, there's a lot of mm. um, uh, superstitions around hypnotherapy. So let's, let's address those things. Well, the de if you want to pass an exam in hypnosis and hypnotherapy, you would have to say that hypnosis is the bypass of the critical factor of the conscious mind and the establishment of acceptable selective thinking. That may sound like gobbledygook to you. Why don't we look at it a different way? You're constantly entranced by yourself, by your values, by your beliefs, by your experiences. You absorb those as if they're true. And absorbing them, you then play roles within that psychodrama. When you're playing those roles within the psychodrama, there are rules attached to those roles. You can't just, I'm sure many of you would like to, but you can't just walk in and say to your boss, I really can't stand you, your cologne sucks, your tie is awful, you smell bad, and I really can't stand this job, I'm only here for the money. Now, that may be true, I'm not saying it is, but it may be true for you, but you can't say it because that's not the rule. That's not the rule in which you play. And so you're hostage to these things, and some of them, in fact, for most people, they're not conscious of that. I'm a dad, single dad, 
And there are rules in the parenting game that you don't find out until you're actually a parent. And then suddenly it's like, well, I can't do that, and I can't do this, and I want to do this, but then I have to check in with my ex, and that's its own thing. And there are rules about divorce and things you can't say and things you can't do. And before too long, you're, you're caged. And you're caged by what looks like reality. And along the way, you forget who you are. And so the real purpose of hypnosis is not to zonk you into a relaxing trance. The purpose of hypnosis is to wake you up. People that work with me elevate their consciousness. And I'm all about higher consciousness. I believe that mankind is on the brink of either falling flat on its face and going backwards, or, for some of us, evolving to the next level. From Homo erectus, we went to Homo sapiens. And you may know this, so I apologize if I'm speaking to you, but the next evolution of man is Homo spiritus. And to bring that into what you were talking about, it's bringing that, yeah, we have a mind. Nobody really trains their mind. Nobody reads anymore. People complain that memes are overbearing, which takes about three seconds of brain activity. You've got the body, where everyone's super buff and doing yoga and oily and showing pictures of themselves on Instagram and Facebook and wherever. But it's not truth. And it's not real. It's narcissism. It's fake. And when you get hostage to that fakeness, sooner or later it catches up and then you wind up in my office saying, well, how come I've got cancer? How come I, you know, how is it possible I got HIV? How is it possible that I've got MS? In my own case with MS, spirit of full disclosure, it comes back to decades of abuse. It comes back to decades of devaluation. I think we're going to do a, a talk on that at some other time. But you know what? My message to all of you would be, stop settling for less. And that is a great place to begin the process of transformation. And you'll notice I say transformation rather than transformation, like it's one word. Transformation is a transformation from where you are, in the trance that you're in, to the trance you want to be in. And that's the virtue of hypnotherapy and neuro-linguistic programming. And in fact, all good coaching should be recalibrating trance A to trance B in such a way that you get back to who you are, stop settling for less, and coexist safely and at peace with yourself and the world around you. Let's talk about how our uh, viewing and listening audience can get in touch with you, Adam. Uh, I know of at least two ways. That's your Facebook page and LinkedIn. Uh, are okay. there any other sources? I'm on Instagram, Adam HypnoCoach, and I'm on Facebook as Adam S. Adam S. Adams. I've done a lot of work. I'm not hugely into social media. My clients have come to me through referrals, they've come to me through exposure to me at various professional functions and what have you. So I'm not a social media guru by any sense of the imagination. My email address is adamhypnotist at gmail.com. But if you want to know who I am, then go to my Instagram page or my Facebook page. That's it. Excellent. And we'll put up on the video version of this um, the URLs, the the websites, um, as well uh, the Blog Talk radio page. I'll put the details in as well. How they Please get in touch with you. is different. LinkedIn is uh, professional references and a long list of credentials. I've got nearly 60 credentials in the field. It's a long read. You may not want to read it, and I'm not done yet. So. Um, I want to thank you so much, Adam, for joining me. Time goes quickly, doesn't it?
Well, I'm not convinced that time is real. Ah, very good. Philosophically. Very good. Well, as a note to our audience, and this is a reframe for you, you can choose to either get old or you can choose to age. If you choose to age, then you have a measure of control in how you age. NLP is about process. So, when you take control of the aging process, you don't have to look ancient when you're in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. Aging is very different than getting old. Excellent. Profound words, not profane, profound words. We're going to um, do self-hypnosis or a meditative treatment. Uh, So stick with us and um, follow along with my words. I'd like you all to get comfortable, sit comfortably with your back straight to facilitate the flow of kundalini energy up your spine. Gently closing our eyes, let's gaze in upon the brow or third eye area. And we take the sacred breath in, releasing with the sound. Right here and right now, we become aware of this endless field of love energy in which we reside. We are one and the same with it. Individualized expressions of the one which we are extensions of. As we breathe, so does love breathe. As we live, so does love live. As we laugh, create, contribute, multiply, so too does love laugh, create, contribute, and multiply. Because love is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, and is always expanding, so too are we expanding, for love needs us to expand and to create, to express, and to be all that it can be. We affirm and we declare, right here and right now, in this energy of love, that we are already all that is great. We are already all that is eternal and good because that is what we are allowing to be born through us as us. We are already perfection continually blossoming through us as us and it feels good. It feels great. As above, so below. We give thanks for the word, knowing that it is law and is already so in the mind of the universe. We give thanks, releasing the word and letting it be so. And so it is. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Expand your consciousness and awareness with Dr. Michael Leitke's more than 40 paperback books of a self-help, mystical, and new thought nature available from Amazon. And I'd love to thank you, Mr. Adam S. Adams, for joining us. Most of all, I'd like to thank all of you out there. We're here every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. See you all soon.